Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. Latoya Wiggins, but please just call me Latoya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Welcome back, everyone, to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast. So today I have a very special guest, Angela Williams. So hey, girl, how are you? Thank you for having me. Hey, everyone. Yeah, so Angela, I'm so excited to have you up on here, girl. You know, I was in your inbox like, girl, you need to get up on this podcast. (laughs) The mamas need to hear what you have to share with them. So Angela, go ahead and tell the mamas a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a mom of four, four sons who are all grown. They are all over 20. My youngest has cerebral palsy, so I've been a caregiver. He'll be 21 this year. I am a spin instructor. I'm a beach body coach, which is now body. I have to get used to that. I'm a Scentsy consultant. Wow. My my biggest job that I've had, I've held that job for about 10 years now. Wow. That's where I've got a lot of my business stuff from is just by working my business and, and knowing that. Um, I'm the mom of a four-year-old Yorkie dog. Oh. She's my little girl. Her name is Luna Bean. And I am a new mental resilience coach. So I, I'm working on helping women um, navigate life transitions, helping them to cope with chronic stress or illness, recover from trauma, and build overall wellness, the same things that I've been going in, on in my life. Yes. And I'm and a one-year breast cancer survivor. Sorry. I'm one a, year. Wow. One yes. Year. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's amazing because I met you almost a year ago now. And I remember you shared that, but I didn't realize it was just a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. That time you, when you met me, I had, I had a little bit of hair. My hair had just started growing back. Like when I, when my hair was gone, I wasn't, you didn't see me on the internet a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> I may so, have put like one picture on there. Okay. So ladies, I just want to tell you, she said she's a resilience coach. Mm-hmm. And for me, just finding out that it was actually just been a year since she's been a breast cancer survivor. You all heard that she said that's when she started uh, getting back on the internet more. Around this time last year, we were both preparing for a summit in June. That's actually where I met Angela and heard some of her story that she's going to share with you along. You know, I found out she was a breast cancer survivor. Y'all, when I say she rocked, she rocked it. And she's going to share some of that story today. And she is an author. So, girl, I'm just, look, I'm giving you all your props, girl. We're not going to leave anything uh, out. (laughs) So she's a speaker and an author, too, girl. So, yeah, you better run all that stuff out. (laughs) Thank you. And brag on yourself. (laughs) Thank you, because that's one thing that I kind of don't do is tell my accolades and big Mm. myself like that. So it's nice when people do it for you it, it makes me feel more comfortable to say the things out loud to people yeah like, we gotta lift our queens up we're trying to lift each other up yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. be proud of who you are you know and plus if you're not um telling all about who you are you could be robbing somebody else of what they need from you yes you know exactly. so. 
Yeah. Exactly. Being transparent and and sharing all of those things. The nitty gritty. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're young at a nitty gritty. <laughs> yes. So Angela, I always like to ask my guests, what does self-care mean to you? Self-care to me means regularly checking on myself mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and even socially. Because that's one new thing that I've added in is being more social and checking and making sure that I check in with people and like posts and do that just to get myself back in that. So that's what self-care means to me, just taking care of all of those five aspects of my life and making sure that I'm I'm really being self-reflective about everything. Yeah. So I already know your story and I'm know the, um, the mom's here wants to hear your story. So what has been your challenges with self-care as a mom? Challenges as self-care as a mom, of being a mom of four, back when, what, before I actually started having a routine and getting myself in a process, before I, I actually could function and not be crying and upset, it looked, it looked like it looked like a, a, what do you call it? Depression and postpartum. Mm -hmm. But now that I am able to fit myself in, it's more or less like, um, well, the kids are grown. Mm -hmm. for one. So now <laughs> it's kind of, <laughs> now it's kind of different, but back then, whenever I could, now I actually write down on a schedule. I have to make sure that because nation has cerebral palsy, my youngest, I said that he, he's to be 21. So I am his caregiver. So that means Monday through Friday, we have school. So I had to figure out how I can fit myself and get myself ready for, for to put, take him out to the bus. Cause who wants to run out to the bus? Teeth ain't brushed, hair ain't all that. So I had to figure out, okay, if I, what time do I have to get up in order to have get him ready for a shower? Then while he's getting himself ready, I go in the bathroom and I get myself ready, make my bed and everything. And then by the time he's done, I come out, finish pulling his clothes up. So it's it's just more or less fitting in those that routine, get knowing what task I'm going to have for that day so that I can be like, OK, I have 30 minutes to just get myself cleaned up. That's what I try. At least I try to have 30 minutes. I, sometimes I'll be in there doing two things at one time, but <laughs> I, at least try to get myself done up every day because it does make you feel better when you do. Mm -hmm. so, so that just looks, it looks like a lot of flexibility. That's that's one word that I, I like to use because I have had to learn to be flexible in how I push my self-care in. And I make Sundays is my day. Sunday mm -hmm. is my day to shampoo my hair or just relax. And I'm looking at him like somebody else taking you today <laughs> is my day. But I try to fit in self-care every day. Yes, I love that. So I always say exactly what you just said. Self-care every day. day. Self-care isn't just on a Saturday or Sunday. Now, of course, it's great. You know, like you have a day where you're prioritizing like, look, I'm going to have a lot of, you know, self-care today, be loving up on me as a day of rest, you know, however you want to spend that day. But you got to fit some self-care each and every day. Um, I also heard that the routines help. Yes. Routines have been helping me. Same thing. You know, I have little kids and, you know, when you wake up and rushing, like you said, you feel frazzled. And for me, 
you know, if I don't allow myself some time to get myself together, mm -hmm. I'm feeling irritated. I'm impatient. Look, I'm rushing kids because I'm rushing myself. <laughs> And it's not even fair to them. I'm like, I'm rushing. So why am I rushing them? You know, of course, it could be times where, who knows, something happens where, for whatever reason, your alarm didn't go off. Maybe you forgot to set it or maybe the electricity went out and your phone was on the charge or didn't charge, whatever. You know, so you may be rushing at times. But in general, you have to have a good routine, a good system down. Mm -hmm. I love that you said flexibility. That's a really big thing for moms, you know, and caregivers because sometimes we're too rigid with our schedule. So then when things don't line up the way that we want them to, same thing, more stress. Then we're feeling yes. frazzled again or upset yes. at ourselves. So we got to have a routine, of course, with some flexibility because it's not even just about us. We have some other, you know, some other people who we are caring for. So got mm -hmm. to allow for that. And um just the fact that we have kids, you know, or, you know, your boy is older but he still needs some help from you. It could be something that they're doing, you know, like sometimes. Yeah, when I was doing when I was doing sports, I was mm -hmm. a sports mom. So I would have to, okay, you gotta be at the concession stand, mom. Mm -hmm. And I want to <laughs> be the mom to be at their games. So I gotta be at their games. But then I gotta make sure that if I take nation, I gotta have this and mm -hmm. it make sure that I know where the bathroom is in case I have right. to take that's what I was thinking about right oh. there, that bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So do the bathrooms have will they understand if I tell them? that I need to take him in the women's bathroom because I'm not going to go in the men's bathroom. But I've had a lot of a lot of stores and a lot of restaurants have been okay with that. Mm -hmm. Some some will even put a worker outside the door for me. And oh, that's wonderful. some people even come in the bathroom and looking at me like, you all right? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of times it's just in our head, right? <laughs> in our head, right. So it, it was just a lot of maneuvering and remembering to block out enough time to where you can get to where you need to be on time mm -hmm. with a little extra and you not stressing. That was my biggest thing. How can I stress less? Mm -hmm. Make more time. Stress less. Because I was, girl, I was stressing. I was sweating. <laughs> I be, look, I be soaking wet by the time I'm in the car. By the time we in the doctor's office, man, he looking at me like, Nation is just looking at me like I'm crazy. And I'm looking at him because I'm going like this. <laughs> and now, now we, we prepare. We, we prepare weeks ahead of time. I'm telling him we got the dentist. We got to go to the dentist. And I'm telling him every day so that, because his memory is kind of, it's not, it's not tip top. He'll forget. So mm -hmm. I'm reminding him just so he's prepared. So I'm prepared. We're going to do it this time. I got to pick you up this time. So it's just putting time, fitting time. Mm -hmm. We're leaving. We get there in enough time for me to get the wheelchair out, get him in there, get him in the doctors. We And we still got like 10 minutes mm -hmm. because I'm I'm like, I don't want to feel, I, I do not like feeling anxiety. That is one right. thing that mm -hmm. is like, so working, working in that time, y'all, and you have it, knowing that you do have it, prioritize, prioritize. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a game changer for me. Because like you said, um, <laughs> you will get anxious when you feel all over the place. And that's something that I'm working through right now. You know, I'm seeing a therapist for it. And one of the big things that has been helping me is that time management piece. Because I was bad with it for so long. <laughs> you know, and sometimes you get used to being that way. <laughs> but and it's, it's not, never too it, late to change. It's, it took me this long. And I, I have a 25-year-old, a 24-year-old, a 22-year-old, and a 21. It took me till 2008. My first was born in 1998. Till 2008 to really 
like start developing routines mm-hmm. and systems. And now I'm, 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 I have perfected it. Uh-huh. I like I have perfected my routine and I'm like, okay, I, if I need to switch something here, I know, I know how to switch it here, but back, back in the, the 2000s, early 2000s. Oh, child. <laughs> I don't even understand what, how I made it through. How uh-huh. did you make it through? <laughs> That's what I be saying. How did the kids make it through? <laughs> Look, they grow now and <laughs> look doing well. So look, everybody survived, right? Yes, they survived. <laughs> and I was uh one other point that you mentioned that I really liked. You said, um, I, I think you said that word. If not, whatever you said, it was delegating. Yeah. And, and you know, so yes, you're primarily caring for your youngest son, but I remember even at the event that we were just at, you even said, look. If now you're in the position where like, if you want to go somewhere, you need to do something for you, for which me. is self-care, even if it's professionally, you're out. Like y'all got this. <laughs> That's what's happening t- tonight. I leave at like one o'clock in the morning to catch, to, go, to head to the airport mm-hmm. and I'll be gone until Sunday. So mm-hmm. I'm like slowly trying to tell them, okay, you know, you got to pull his shirt down and his coat down. You know, you got to comb his hair because he can't do. So it's like, I'm kind of prepping and delegating. Like if you can yeah. do this and he can do this, have him on so that they, they have my, they have my man straight. Like yeah. that's my man. <laughs> You tell them that is my man. They'll be having my man looking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's true, you know. So, you know, you're telling them what to do, you know, so they know how to care for their brother. They know, um, you know, and I'm sure there's times where it might not be exactly perfect, but that's why you're putting those reminders into, you know, like you said, you don't want your son looking all jacked up, right? <laughs> but it still might not be as perfect as mom, but it's okay because they are taking care of him. Yes. He's healthy. He's eating. He's getting bathed. He's groomed well while you're gone. <laughs> and then I even I even started a new thing with him because we have this big length mirror that mm-hmm. sits in the living room. And I told him, I said, okay, now I know that you have to set your alarm yourself so that we did that this morning. I said, make sure it's on, make sure it's green so that you can get up on time in case nobody gets you up. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, make sure you, you're getting your, you brush your teeth, wash your face. I said, then I want you to go to the mirror and I want you to look at yourself when you have your clothes on. If nobody does it, straighten yourself out, but look in the mirror and make sure you are. So I'm trying to, trying to give him little, new little things that I can see if, if mm-hmm. he can do for himself because he is pretty independent, yeah. but there are still certain things that he does need that, like that you have to really detail, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> I know we talked a lot about, you know, what's been going on now. We talked about even like the anxiety, depression, what were things like when you were not having this good system going on? Because I know you said you are a young mom. I think you said you um, were your mom at 23 or already had all four by 23? I had all four by the time I was 23. Yes. Yeah, so it was chaotic. When I chaotic. say chaotic, it was very chaotic. I look at some of these young moms on YouTube and I'm and I applaud them because I did not have the cleaning down pat. I did not have the cooking down pat. It was it was a lot of like depression for me because I don't think I ever got over the postpartum or even was even said anything to about what that was my first one. Mm. So I had 198, 99, 2000, 2002. So they came so fast that I never had that time to 
be like, okay, you need to work on you. You need to heal. You need to sit back and, and have some, no, it was mom, 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 24-7, 24-7. So it was, it was chaotic. It was chaotic. But I think they came out better for it, and I did too, because the one thing that I stuck in my head is I will not continue generational curses. I will not do what my mom did. I will not yell. And, and there was a time I did, but then I switched my thinking. Like, I don't want them to be afraid of me and think yeah. that that's all that, that, that ain't, it didn't work for me. That's what I was telling myself. Yeah. Like, that worked for you? No, that yelling and hitting didn't work for you. So what I did was I started talking to them, like talking to them. People say, well, you shouldn't talk to your kids like they're, yes, you kind of should. You kind of should. Because I never had the discipline problems that people do with their children. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking like when we went to the store, it was four of them and they were boys and they were stair steppers. No, we walked in a single file line. They walked <laughs> one behind another. They knew not to touch stuff. They did. They were very good children. And I think it was part because I did communicate and let them know it's me, not you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is me. It's not you. I'm going through this. Mm -hmm. Just bear with me. It is, and I tried to make them understand. It was never y'all. It's always me. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. So <laughs> <laughs> now, at the age they are, nobody has kids yet because they know they understand. Like, take pace yourself and get yourself together mm -hmm. and pace yourself. But I am glad I did have them all at that that young age because they 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 learned me some stuff. <laughs> Look, some stuff or a lot. <laughs> they learned me everything. Like my whole entire growth has because because of them. Yeah. Because you know they're little reflections of you. They're just little, little, little. They have everything that you gave them. So, so I'm learning from them while they're being adults too, which is mm -hmm. so fabulous. I'm like, boy, you didn't taught me how to budget my money. Now, okay. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So what shifted, what caused you to be resilient? Ooh. The shifting came, I want to say when I, when I started understanding how much I would have to put into being nation's caregiver mm -hmm. and his mom, then I've, I kind of started being like, okay, I have to do something about my mental. I have to do something about how I'm feeling spiritually, emotionally. This is not, this is not going to work for any, any, any of us. So I started reading self-help books. Mm -hmm. I started, I started being like, okay, if I, if I change my, my mind, then maybe, well, before that even happened, let's, let's go back. Before that even happened, um, when I found out my mom had her, breast cancer. That kind of is what shifted my mind because I started going into, okay, what could be the possible causes of breast cancer? Mm -hmm. Okay. My mindset is one thing that I have to change. And that's when I found that nugget right there to change my mindset. Mm. Just, it just comes out to where I'm like, oh, okay, I, I'm going to adapt to this. I'm going to, I'm going to adapt to that because what else can we do but to adapt to whatever happens, the changes in our life. If we, if we go with them, we go, uh -huh. you know what I mean? We going down with them. If they're bad, we're going, but then we realize we going right back up. So 
it's just realizing you're gonna like like ayana says there's value in the valley like you're gonna mm. do this you're gonna have dips and curves and stuff <laughs> just remember you can you can stay balanced you can stay peaceful mm-hmm. you can stay calm yes what are some of those different ways that you did start to nourish yourself physically that they were going to actually talk about how did your faith impact how you cared for yourself and your family also mm. so nation when nation was younger it was kind of easier to move him and everything because he's spastic quadriplegic which means all four of his limbs are tight but he still has movement but it's the range of motion is limited mm-hmm. so i know i him getting bigger and me having to give him a bath and having to lift and move and put him into the car and stuff and me being almost 230 pounds that that wasn't going to work for me Mm -hmm. so i started being like okay i really have to start looking at the physical aspect that is how i really started learning about physical emotional your mental your social Mm -hmm. Because I was like, okay, if I'm not taking care of my physical, I really can't do these things for him. Like, he's a he's a hefty boy. And for me to have to, I have to be strong. So I started being like, okay, how can I lose the weight and be comfortable about myself? I am a person who likes to be in group settings when I work out. Or I have to see a class or be yeah. in a class. So I found it was... I don't even know if they still have it. It was called Mm sparkpeople.com and it was a workout website. And I joined the website and I started working out there and I started noticing how I started feeling. And I was like, well, okay, this is like therapy. Exercise became, Mm -hmm. I, I hated working out until I started like realizing, okay, like the endorphins, the endorphins and and moving around. I was like, okay, this is this. I love this. I love this. So I just, kept taking it further and further oh and then when I found found spin class that's when I <laughs> that's when I first st- started my actual being a fitness professional mm-hmm. was when I found spin class my friend uh, Brittany she was like okay there's this free spin class you the first class is free and we went to the first class and I tell you I was in love. I was in love because it was everything that I wanted. It was strength. It was movement. It was just Mm -hmm. everything. And I started going faithfully. I started going, I was going what? Almost like five times a week. I would go in the morning and the afternoon. I was taking. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like Monday and Wednesday and Friday. And it got to where she was like, okay, I'm hosting this. Um, This was 2013. In 2015, she was like, okay, I'm hosting this uh, spin instructor class where you can get certified. And I was like, you know what? I I can do this. I can do that. So I signed up and I and I did it. And by 2016, I was teaching my first classes and I started working at LA Fitness. I'm not there anymore, but I started seeing how I'm a I'm a natural born, I guess, which you teacher, instructor, mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter what I'm instructing on. I'm kind of good at it. So and the way it made me feel, like you will get snatched. <laughs> like seriously, everybody should try a spin class and understand you're working your whole body. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, I wanted to kick it up or notch. I was like, all right, let me try this beach body. Um, I found a coach and I started taking a couple of the workouts. What workout did I want to do? Why did I actually join Beach Body? I think it was because I wanted to do one of the people that I saw 
on there. I think it was the 10 rounds workout that I wanted to get into. And I was like, oh, you have to be a part of Beachbody. So I was like, all right, it's cheaper to be a coach. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. let me do that. And then it just took off from there. I mean, I will help anybody with Beachbody because I mean, the workouts, if you are consistent with what you want and you will get it, it will come. It will come. Yeah. So now my body is conditioned to where if I pick on some weight, I can lose it easily because I have been working out since 2008. I'm not, sometimes I ain't been consistent, but because I have been doing stuff, my body is starting to develop muscles and I'm like, yeah, it feels shoulders and, and collarbones. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I know we talked a little bit about what motivated you to get fit, mm-hmm. you know, start nourishing yourself physically. You talk about some of those things that help you with your mental health, you know, getting um, really good with your time management, your routines, getting a good system with that, even getting uh, your older kids to help out with your youngest son. You already have a day set out for you, you know, to get your complete rest. Mm-hmm. What is, um, how has your faith impacted your journey with, um, you know, taking care of your children, still your, you know, your youngest son and just doing those things because you've been doing some great things. So, you mm-hmm. know, really not just pouring your ability to pour into your children in a healthy way, but to pour back into yourself in a healthy way as well. Oh, my faith has, has, has been upgraded in the last, the last two years when my son got in his accident Mm -hmm. in 2020, that's when, I mean, I've seen things God has done for me in my life and the blessings and the miracles, but that right there, me going on live and just asking everybody to just pray and just mm. just send the well wishes and I really do believe that that did have an effect on how things turned out for him because he was able to he was moving he was going so fast he was going so fast he was doing so much so much so much and then the, I think the aneurysm really just it just wouldn't let him go anymore. So mm. he needed that time to rest. And when everybody was praying, I just really just felt all of that. And I said, okay, well, there is something out there higher than everybody that is, mm-hmm. that's goodness, that's love. That's that's just what we have to take in as that positive reinforcement. And I've been trying to grasp that, whether it's me listening to my gospel music, because I don't, I don't go to church, but I will throw on a, a T.D. Jakes sermon <laughs> or, or Sarah Jakes Roberts. Mm-hmm. I love her. I'll listen to her. I'll put on a gospel songs. I love Ty Tribbett's album. That's like an album that I <laughs> play out. That's like every day. So, I, and I pray. I, mm-hmm. I try, to, I'll try to make sure I'm always talking to God. I'm always talking to God. Thanking yeah. him for his grace. Just, just, just thankful, being grateful. So my faith has, has played the biggest part. I think it's what's kept me on like that spiritual kind of realm where where even though things ain't going that <laughs> going good good i always kind of know this too shall pass like yeah this too shall pass and i'm finally i'm finally getting back into my bible so that takes us to your self-care tips yeah. so how can moms or even any if it's a woman just listening in general any caregivers out there who are listening how can they start building resilience using this AIR method. Tell us about that. Okay, so AIR is the acronym that I've come up with, and the A is ADAPT, uh, the I is inner work, and the R is repeat, which is a, re- a repeated cycle. So I 
feel that we must adapt, which is for me, that's expect the unexpected. You expect the unexpected, you breathe. That's one important thing that I have learned. Meditating, I suggest everybody get like, start with guided meditation to actually just be and breathe and sit still. Like Dr. Cheryl says, just be still. You get a lot of clarity I've learned from just not having anything, Mm -hmm. like no noise, no nothing. And then what the I, the inner work, which was the tips that I have for you guys, which is um, to how to work that inner work, the nine tips. I have nine tips, which is inner work is the process of getting to know yourself. It's a form of self-reflective self-care. That's that's how I I like to frame it. Self-reflective self-care where you can help yourself um, go from harmful attachments. You let go of those habits, people and thoughts because. I'm not sure if everybody knows, but your thoughts and your feelings are not the same thing. So watch Mm it, watch it. And your facts are, (laughs) feelings are not facts. They are not facts. Like you think better, you feel better, you're happier. You set, it's like you set an intention for the day that you want to be clear and positive. And sometimes something may come, but if you, I notice when I do meditate, something will happen and I'm more easily to let it. This way, oh, you must be having a bad day. (laughs) And I keep on going. (laughs) So number two, it helps a healthy mindset too. Number two, positive self-talk. Okay, affirmations. If you can find, if you have a problem, definitely go to Google and be like, okay, what's an (laughs) affirmation for this? Once you have a negative thought, try to reverse that. Push a positive thought back in. If you're thinking about a negative situation, try to think about the positive out of that situation. Like try to change your thoughts, change your life. Try to do that. Mindfulness. Like I said, quiet time, breathing. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called breath work. I'm not sure if everybody, anybody has ever heard of that, but that is a thing now. Breath work where there's actually like classes and apps where you can just sit and just breathe. And we never know. Like sometimes if you breathe, your stomach is supposed to expand and it's supposed to go down. Like I'm still in the process of getting mine to do those things without mm-hmm. breathing. So breathing is a good thing. Practicing mindfulness, um, guided imagery, vision, visualization. You know what I mean? That That is part of being mindful. Being mindful, um, let me see. It helps reduce stress. You You just have to... How can I put that? You have to make sure that you're thinking about like they, how do they, they, how do they say you supposed to put your kids before yourself or something like that? Mm -hmm. No, don't do that. You are, if you're not right, nobody else Mm -hmm. is going to be right. You will throw everybody off like dominoes, like ding, 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 ding. (laughs) All just be off the whole day. So be mindful of that. Um, Read self-help books. Like I mentioned, the You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne Dyer. There mm-hmm. are so many books that you can read to, to open your mind and focus more on that positive realm instead of woe is me realm. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Number five would be create systems like we talked about. Mm. Create systems, use a list, um, a today list, as Dr. Cheryl likes to call them, which I, I now I'm calling them too because that's <laughs> what I do. It's, it helps you establish a routine. That's kind of what a system is. It's like a routine. But I always like to say flexible. Keep that word in there when you make it your plans and because and, it will help you because then you won't stress like, oh, my God, I get to get that done. One to three tasks a day. Priority, according to priority, if something needs to be done before Wednesday, slap that on Monday. Make sure you you knock it out. You know what I mean? If something didn't get done that can be done on Friday, put that thing on Friday. You know what I mean? Be flexible about about your, your system, your schedule. It says the system is defined as a set of processes, tools, people and strategies that all work together. So your system can be having somebody call you every day and hold you accountable for getting your self-care in. Taking that hour, half an hour, should be half an hour to an hour. <laughs> so I, I, I tend to have a little bit more hours. <laughs> <laughs> but you want 30 to 60 minutes. You really do. Um, it'll help you. It'll help you solve problems too. If mm -hmm. you're creating systems, like you can be like, okay, that just alleviated 15, 20 minutes just by me not doing this or doing this the night before, put your clothes out the night before. So you're not, that's time cut off of you doing that in the morning and you don't have to put that into your time. I did get dressed. No, you did that. Mm -hmm. you put your clothes out. You ain't had to look for nothing. It's right there. <laughs> You know what I mean? Working out. That's how I get over working out. If I set my clothes out in the morning, that is fitting into my workout because I set them out. Yeah. Do it. I got to put them on and do it. Uh, number six, write daily in a journal. Okay. We want to release those emotions. Um, when I first started journaling, I was really young when I started journaling. And I noticed that when you, when you write with the intention of getting it out of your head and you put it on that paper, it won't be in your head unless you pull it and recall it. Cause it's always in there. Like little, like little uh, file boxes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you're able to find stuff. You got a little file box in there. So if you write uh -huh. it down, it's not in the forefront. You didn't file it because you didn't wrote it down. So daily journaling, make sure we do that. Um, write messages from your subconscious mind. The more you write, the more you get to know yourself also. Mm -hmm. Like follow journal prompts. Those will those will help you really get to doing your, your inner work, to really get to know yourself. So remember the adapt, the inner work, and the repeat. Okay? So this <laughs> is what to do. I mean, you got to remember to do that because it's a continual cycle. It's, it's going to keep going. It's going to keep going till you die. Um, I like to say what Dr. Uh, Frazier told us. He says, if, if, what do you tell us? If you, if you ain't learning, you dying. And yeah. that is true. That is true. If we're not continuously learning, I met a, I met an old guy in the train station and he was telling me, he was telling me about how he goes to, um, how he goes to places and he learns new things and he goes to museums and he's like in his seventies and he's like, his friends is like, Oh, you doing too much. I'm too old for this. <laughs> and I, and he was like, no, I got to stay active. I got to keep moving. I got to keep learning. And he looked as youthful as ever. And he says, friends is all on walkers and stuff. So it's mm. like, you have to keep generating those things in your mind. Um, so 
what do I have? Number seven, be honest with yourself. Oh, be honest with yourself. Like, like I say, you will gain self-awareness because self-awareness is your behavior, is your thoughts, your behaviors, your actions, your feelings. So be honest with yourself. How do you feel about a certain thing? Like, it's 2023. Let's not go into life doing things that we don't want to do to people, please. So right. be honest with yourself. Um, practice that self-reflect on your decisions. Uh, develop that self-awareness. Be vulnerable. Mm. Be transparent. Like it's 2023. It's time for these things to start happening. We help more when we're transparent. We help more when we're vulnerable. I mean, if you can test it out. Go tell somebody a story and I guarantee you, oh, girl, I, I would have never known you had troubles with your mom, too. Like, really? Me, too. Like, communicate. We, we like everybody I've been hearing say the women from the summit, too. We've been taught to that women don't we don't we hold everything in. You're not mm -hmm. supposed to tell your business. I will tell my business in a heartbeat. You need to do <laughs> need to know something I done done some things let's talk about it okay now everybody thinks we shouldn't think about our past no 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 don't think about your past I'm not sure of the the same way I'm a paraphrase what Les Brown says but when you look back look back for the lessons don't look back for the hurt the regret the whatever mm -hmm. because there are lessons in every single thing that we've been through like you you could be holding in resentment from something that happened to you 40 years ago. Really, really get to know yourself because I guarantee you that mask, like they say, everybody has a mask on. If you take it off, you'll be like, wow, <laughs> wow. You got to learn to love yourself all over again sometimes. Mm. Mm -hmm. And then number nine, have strong connections that grow you. The connections that I have made in this last year since doing the, the Dr. Cheryl's Global Speaker Summit have been phenomenal. Like they have grew me so much that if you are not doing in alignment with what I'm doing now, I, I really don't have a lot of chit chatter for you because <laughs> I got people that are that are in my space that are growing me yes. and we're growing together. So strong connections. That's my number nine. And then do the work consistently. So make sure when you're doing your inner work, you're doing it consistently. Do something that makes your heart feel good, whether it's for five, 10 minutes. And I, I swear mm -hmm. to feel so much better. We just need to change our outlook, change our outlook and do that. Look like a big flower. Just be the best version of you that you can be at that time. Cause we all have seasons. Mm -hmm. We all have seasons. <laughs> so we just want to make sure that when we come out of them seasons, we are the best version of ourselves. And that does mean being the better version than you was before. Yes. So always an upgrade. It's always the repeated cycle goes like this, but it's spinning. <laughs> Moving up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to adapt, you're going to do inner work, right? And then you repeat for continuous growth. You're growing and like you said, you're trying to come out of these seasons, you know, moving forward, not moving backwards. So I love mm -hmm. all of that. So I hope you moms have written down some good notes, found some different things to do to help, you know, with your self-care. And, you know, you're growing as you're growing individually, but that growth is also, you know, especially as moms or caregivers, it's allowing you to give the best of yourself. And I love that last piece too. 
it was the connection with the community. So you're surrounding yourself with those people who help you to grow. You know, you're not staying around those negative people, those negative Nancy's who are going to keep you stuck or move backwards. You got to connect yourself with people who are, you know, moving. They're, they're trying to go some places in life <laughs> and it's going the right direction, not the wrong direction. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So I love all of that, Angela. I'm so thankful to have you and sharing your expertise, teaching our moms and those caregivers who are listening how to be resilient, learning how to adapt, do the inner work, and repeat. So with that being said, let our moms know if you have anything. We kind of mentioned some of the things um, at the beginning, but let them know what you have coming up and how to stay connected with you. All right. So I have the um, Mothers of Exceptional Children. It's a long title. It's the journey, the joy and the plight of real advocacy. It's um, a book. I have a chapter and it's an anthology that I did with a couple moms. So if anybody wants that information, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm Angela Williams on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. uh, Today's just the word today's underscore vibe. V-I-B-E 4.0. And of course, on YouTube, come subscribe. Get me to a thousand. Come on, come on. (laughs) It's just today's vibe. T-O-D-A-Y apostrophe S vibe on YouTube. And what else do I have? Oh, yes. The Girl Get Up and Move book that I have coming out. It's You Are More Than a Conqueror. I believe we are set to launch soon for that. Very soon. Yes. (laughs) And the Women Who Prosper book with Dr. Cheryl we have coming out. That's in July. Um, And so far, I'm just getting in more opportunities. So it's just like waiting for those opportunities to come. Mm -hmm. Just contact me if you want any coaching, you want any. Just let me know if you want to be on uh, Beach Body. Let me stop saying (laughs) Body. It's Body now. (laughs) If you want any information about that. But that's where you can find me. I'll be I'll be there. All right now. <laughs> so you have a lot going on, a lot of anthology. So y'all make sure y'all follow her and keep up with everything that she has going on. <laughs> and of course, you know, if you need help with your self-care, especially as a caregiver, you need to learn how to be resilient. You know where who to reach. <laughs> you sure do. I'm here. I'm working on getting websites and all that together. Mm-hmm. It's like brand new. This is like yeah. brand new. But it's I've been doing it for years. That's the thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're just putting yourself out there where everybody can see now. <laughs> All right. So we are going to close out in prayer. Yes, ma'am. All right. Father God, I thank you for the mamas who are listening today. I thank you for blessing Angela to come on and bless our mamas with some tips on how to improve their self-care and be resilient be better moms, to be better caregivers, to be able to pour into themselves so they can adequately pour into others, giving the best version of themselves to others, Lord. I pray that you will continue to lead us, lead us moms and any caregivers out there, any woman, any, if there's a man listening, lead all of us in the right direction to please you, to do the work that you have set forth for us to do and caring for everything that you have blessed us with, caring for our children and um, serving you well in our businesses, our ministries, and every area of our life. Mm-hmm. I pray that you will bless us and lead us to how to lead us on how you want us to nourish ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially, 
financially and every aspect of our life to give you give you the glory in jesus name amen 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 all right mamas until next time bye-bye thank you thank you for tuning in to the she is the nourish mom podcast if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe leave a five-star review and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom. And let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, mama.